Good afternoon, everyone. My name is John Harvey, and I'm your host of the Modern Conservative Podcast. Um, I hope you guys are having a great Thursday here in Utah. It is a little dark right now. The weather is pretty cold, and I'm loving every minute of it because I personally don't like high temperatures for the most part. Um, today, we want to talk about. So I want to talk about several several issues, and one of them today is. Oh, here I go again, the Republican Party. I don't get the Republican Party at all. You know, no matter how hard I try to like the Republicans, the Republicans that are in power right now, it, they make it really difficult. They make it completely difficult to be a Republican. Granted, I'm a conservative, but you know, we had this thing called the infrastructure bill, $1.5 trillion, and the Democrats could not get it passed alone. There were Democrats who did not agree with it. Now, did they disagree with it because it was a bad bill? No, it's because it wasn't enough money for them. So what happens? We know when Democrats can't show up to hang themselves, we've got Republicans that will help them and join it will fall in line. I do not understand why these damn Republicans could not sit on the sideline and let this bill fall on its face as if we don't have enough debt in this country as it is. I really believe some of these people are straight evil as if they don't have children. Because people don't seem to understand or these damn Republicans don't seem to understand they have children as well, or maybe they're wealth endowed. Maybe the Republicans figure, you know, our kids are protected and we don't have to worry about it. You know, we've got guys like Bezo and Zuckerberg and Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. They're going to take care of us as long as they get our 13 votes. And say so to be down with the rest of the country, because that's literally what they're doing. Be damning the country. And for everybody out there that said, hey, you Democrats are out there saying, hey, he did it. They did a great job. They passed the bill that we wanted. Well, you guys are pretty, I mean, I hate to say this, but you're idiots. Because when they pass a bill that hurts the Democrat, I mean, the Republicans, it's going to hurt the Democrats. Do you guys not understand this? You people that are out there cheering this bill, you don't understand politics. You don't understand politics at all because there's no such thing as a Republican bill that affects only Republicans or a Democrat bill that only benefits Democrats. That bill doesn't exist. When they make a bad bill, it affects everyone under this flag. And for those of you who do not understand that, then, like I said once before, you do not understand politics. You just don't. It's evident. With everything going on in the country right now, all the chaos we have in this country right now with division, you know, CRT, um, inflation, shortages, uh, shelves are completely empty in some stores. You seem to think that's a great economy. You somehow think we're doing great. And that's the mentality of someone who doesn't really know what's going on in the country. 
You know, when I talk to people about the Democrat Party and I would say something like, you know, when you reverse what was working, mainly the Trump administration, when you reverse all the policies that were set in play by Donald Trump and then you reverse them, you're going to get the opposite. And that's what you're going. It's what you're getting. But your mind does not calculate that. Your mind doesn't perceive we were doing great for four years. And then once Joe Biden come into office and he does his initial 43 executive order reversal of Donald Trump's executive orders, you don't understand how bad things have become by him doing that. You make some bullshit excuse why it's because the wind was blowing north for the next four years. It's absolutely crazy. And then we have the Republican Party pouring more crap onto crap that we already have going on to help them. I don't understand this. It just ticks me off to the core that Republicans are so damn weak and think they need to join the Democratic Party. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Now, I may offend somebody or some people or some groups, but I don't care. Because I speak what is literally happening in this country, and we are the ones that are getting screwed. It's not the politicians. And I'm so sick of politicians. I had a politician say to me, a U.S. congressman say to me the other day. He says to me that he's only a freshman congressman, so he doesn't have much clout. I call BS. I call BS. Because if you look at Ocasio-Cortez, when she came into power, she tore crap up. As a freshman, she said what she wanted, and she went after it. And they're getting it. And guess what? With the aid of 13 Republicans. That's what pisses me off. The Democrats have the power, but yet they need Republicans to pass their agenda because certain Democrats don't agree with it. Certain Democrats do not agree with it, but yet we have 13 that voted for the $1.5 trillion infrastructure bill or human infrastructure bill or or whatever you want to call it, the new green deal, whatever you want to call it. We're stuck with it. Joe Biden will be signing this bill next week. As a matter of fact, he's rolling around the country, not knowing what state he's in, but yet bragging about how they got it passed with bipartisan. No, jackass, it wasn't bipartisan. They're just not Democrats that are on the Republican side of the aisle who needs to be removed. Every single one of them needs to be removed immediately if I had my choice. And most of America will say the exact same thing. Needs to be removed. I'm so sick and tired 
of crybaby politicians, weak-minded politician, old senile politicians that cannot get the job done as Republicans slash conservatives. Because it's proven conservative values work. Look at the past four years. Conservatism works. It absolutely works. And I don't care what anyone tells me about conservatism. It works. Now, I will say there are some things about being a conservative that I don't agree with. But for the most part, economically, it works. See, there's a side of conservatism that I don't like, and that's the religion side. Now, what I mean by that is I truly believe religion should be taken out of conservatism up to a point. Because as a conservative, you got to respect the Constitution. And when you respect the Constitution and you learn the Constitution, you know, everybody under the Constitution have free agency. You have the right to live your life the way you want to live it, as long as you're not breaking the laws of the land. We're not always going to agree with everybody's viewpoint of being a conservative. That's a fact. But what we should agree on is is that everybody has a right to live under the Constitution. Everyone has a right to live according to what their mindset is, how they want to live it under the Constitution. And no man, woman, child, Republican, police officer, FBI should ever tell anyone they have to sit down their rights under the Constitution, and their ability to maintain freedom in the way that they want to. The more and more these politicians keep doing stupid things, the more and more and more I want to get out of my chair, get get from behind this microphone, and run for public office. Now, I'm just one guy. I'm just one guy. But as that one guy, I want to create an army. An army of conservatives who believe truly in the Constitution and how it should be lived and how it should be nurtured and protected by those who want to go to socialism, communism, or anything in between. It angers me when I can see people don't understand what truly socialism really is. You know, there's people out there, you know, that can't figure this out. Can't figure this out at all. You know, you get people to say, you know, I don't do politics. Well, no, you're the reason why your country is so screwed up because you don't even know what politicians are, what politician politics is. That's the problem with the black community. The black community don't know politics. And they don't know history. And when they don't know those two things, they commit genocide of of our own race. And you say, what do you mean by that, John? Well, listen, if you don't know history, when you're in a certain party, 
that has a long history of racism, where it has a long history of destroying the black community and the black nuclear family. When you learn that history, your mindset would automatically tell you, I don't want any of that. You know, blacks won't take the shot right now because of the Tuskegee project. But yet, they live their lives as Democrats. They're always talking about the things that the white man has done to us years and years and years and years ago. And everything that they've done to us was always around slavery and we needed reparations because of what the white man done. But the problem I have with all of that BS they're talking, you're a damn Democrat. That's the white man that has done all the things you're bitching about historically. So how in the hell are you going to proclaim to be one of those who are crying about what the white man has done to us historically, but you're wearing the white man's D in front of your voting preference. I say that one more time. You're wearing the white man's D as in Democrat every time you go freaking vote. How is How does that make any sense at all? Any sense. Blacks are the most obvious, the most, how do I say this and be not sound so extremist? Blacks are the ones who are crying racism all the time against the Republicans and conservatives and Trump voters. We, We are the ones that the black Democrat say that We're racist. We're racist. Well, I'm not a member of the modern-day Ku Klux Klan. That is still the Democrat Party. If you were Jewish, black people, if you were Jewish, let me ask you something. Would you wear a swastika 50 years, 60 years, 70 years later? Would you wear a swastika? No, because you know what that symbol means. That symbol means hate. You wouldn't wear that. Look, I'll stand up for you on that one. You would not wear a swastika. But my question to you is, then why would you be a Democrat? We've got things that are about to happen in this country. Again, within the next few months. You know, the race card is coming back. Right now, the distraction has been CRT, Black Lives Matter, COVID, and anything that the Democrats can think of that would be divisive. The cycle was coming back. And what I need is the Black Americans and the Hispanics to wake up and stop wearing the Democratic D. For the politicians, the D mean dollars. 
for the Democrat voters mean dummies. They make tons of dollars off their dummies because the dummies do not try to wake up. You know, here's the other point that's going on right now. Illegal immigrants, $450,000 if you think that you have been traumatized by separation from your children. Hey, Black America, they're talking about giving them $450,000. That's your reparation. And the thing is, they actually don't need to, it doesn't need to go through Congress. They can automatically do that without voting on it. You talk about reparations, the Democrats haven't told you that, huh? You haven't heard that, really. CNN's got you shut down. You don't hear that debate going on CNN, have you? Yeah, the Hispanics, oh, excuse me, the illegal Hispanics, they're talking about giving $450,000 for being separated from their children. Now, here's the catcher. Most of them come here without their children, number one. Number two, most of them send, a lot of them send their children here without their parents. So if they feel any discourse for being separated from their children, it's self-inflicted. It's self-inflicted. I don't feel sorry for anybody who comes here illegally and you feel, feel a little bit of discourse. Well, the fact is, don't come here illegally. Hell, I don't care if you come here legal all day long. Come, come, come and make yourself a citizen of one of the countries or the world's greatest countries, if not the greatest country. Come and assimilate. That's what we ask you to do. Get out of the closets. Get out of the shadows. Become part of what we call America. Do it the right way. See, for me, it's not about racism. I don't care you come here legally. I don't even care. Hell, I don't even care spending my money on you tax-wise if you came here legally. Because you came here legally. You came here to be a legal citizen. I will try to help you become a legal citizen. That is not the problem for most Americans, Democrat or Republican. But when you come here illegally, they're going to use you as a pawn in politics. When you come here illegal, they're going to use you as pawn in politics. They don't really give a rat's ass about you as a human being. You're just a vote. You're just a means to stay in power. Guarantee you, you come here legally, you come here through the front gate, you'll be a conservative before you know it. Because we're going to teach you how to be somebody the right way. We're not going to try to teach you how to be a drug dealer. We're not going to teach you how to roam the streets and figure out how to become a legitimate citizen. We're not going to let people use you and abuse you because you know what? You'll get on what's called the natural way to path to citizenship, the natural way, the legal way. And trust me, I know many of people that have come here legally. 
And if you're illegal, you'll see things a lot different from those who are coming here legally. And you don't have the federal government trying to use you as a pawn in politics. You really think they want the illegals to come here just because they want them to come here? They don't want them to come there to come through the gates. They want them to come here illegally. Because one thing for sure, if they Democrats wanted the illegals to come here legally, their message would be come through the gate. Nope. They want to, they want the ones to come here illegal because one thing for sure, they don't have an ID. And they think they can get those 15 million people that, that are say here illegally, they think they can get those 15 millions to vote without a driver's license. Now, black African-Americans, blacks, what do you want to call yourselves? Let me ask you this. You know why they're using African-Americans as a means to get driver's license and laws implemented. It's not about you. It's not about African-Americans. You people just used, you're just used to benefit the Hispanic community. That's it. Because you guys are no longer, blacks are no longer the minority race. You're number three now. Blacks, African-Americans, I hate to wake you up and tell you this, but you're the number three minority. Your numbers are done. You're capped out at 33 million in the United States, maybe 34 to 35 million in the United States, 13% of the population. It's the Hispanics now they're trying to bring in this country and generate the new voting constituents as far as the Democrats. You often hear that Democrats are all about the votes and Republicans are all about the labor. Well, that may be true in in both incidents. But I can tell you this, they're not doing it because they really give a damn about blacks or Hispanics. It's all about power. And as long as they can stay in power, they stay in control. Right now, they're looking to keep the control so they can stay in power. And it's not going to change anytime soon. 2020 is going to be the ugliest. It's going to be the ugliest. Year of the decade. I can promise you that. Um, when we come back, I want to talk about, you know, Kyle Rittenhouse. What's going on there and, uh, and, uh, in that trial? I've been following it, and it's kind of interesting. Um, World War III is about to take off. And I'll tell you why I believe that. My name is John Harvey. This is the Modern Conservative Podcaster, and we'll be back in a few minutes.
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. My name is John Harvey. I'm your host of the Modern Conservative Podcast. Before we go any further, I want to give you some contact information. If you guys want to get in touch with me, you can get in touch with me at the Modern Conservative Podcast at gmail.com. I'm actually going to be building a website. I already own the name. Um, so give me a few weeks and there will be an actual website because here's the thing with me. I don't want to support Google. I don't want to have anything to do with Google. Yeah, I said that and they may snip me off. I don't care. But the thing is, I'm beginning to be more and more less hypocritical about what I believe in because I look at things like this. I say, we are getting shut down by Google, Facebook, Twitter, and all these other organizations. I just wish we can just get off these platforms, do our own thing. You know, it would be a great look. I would say Google and Facebook, they're fantastic platforms. If they weren't doing things to us because we have conservative values. You know, if you're a conservative, you're a conspiracy theorist. If you're a conservative, you're a right wing nut. If you're a conservative, you're a Bible thumper, Jesus freak. No. Okay, maybe one of those I am, but I don't know. But uh, for the most part, that's how they gauge us. And because they gauge us this way, they have a tendency of shutting us down, shallow banding us, putting us in timeout, you know, gets me all ticked off. And I got to say things about Google and Facebook. I really don't want to have to say, well, okay, I do like saying it because that's what they are, POSs. But the thing is, you know, I want to do a website, so I'll eventually have my own website, and it will be the modernconservativepodcast.com. Um, it's getting worked on right now as we speak. Like I said, I own the name, so look for that coming down the road, and uh, hopefully good things will come um, to you via my uh, website without having to worry about getting shut down or getting, um, getting you know, shadow banned and so forth and so on. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. I don't know if many of you people out there know who he is, but he's the guy that shot um, a couple guys um, in um, Oregon. One of the guys' name was Rosenbaum. The other one was uh, Grosskreitz. Uh, and um, I was watching the trial the other day, and uh, it's kind of funny. You know, for a long period of time, they couldn't find this video, supposedly, that would exonerate him. They said the FBI had lost the video. Now, I've never seen a more incompetent FBI in the last five years than I've ever heard in my entire year, years of living on this planet. Back in the day when we were growing up, the FBI was the shiznick. They were the shiz. They were the organization that was top-notch as far as law enforcement. You know, you always heard of Interpol or the KGB and these other organizations. Now, today, the FBI is equivalent to the KGB. They're not the guys that we used to grow up with. They're not. They seem to be more and more incompetent, um, more likely to call you a domestic terrorist if you're a teacher or family that's looking out for your children's best as far as their education, they investigate some of the most ridiculous things now instead of working on what's important, like the Clinton dossier. You know, we haven't heard anything from that. 
Durham. We haven't heard anything from him. You know, when Trump was in office, the FBI was always on the news and they've always had some stupid scenario that they were investigating that was supposedly have been done by Donald Trump, then the president of the United States, but nothing happened to it. $35 million was spent on the dossier, which they knew was fake in the beginning. How do we know that? Because everything's came out. But now the FBI is involved in this Rittenhouse, Kyle Rittenhouse on trial. And I tell you one thing, and I can tell you this, though two of the white boys that were shot were white boys. It's going to be the white boys wreaking hell on society if he's found not guilty. It's going to be the white female, the Antifa white female, Black Lives Matter who's going to join, Antifa, maybe not, maybe not. I use the word black. So they may not get involved unless they find a way to make money. But I can tell you what, it's going to be the white, like Antifa, another white organization is going to come up and it's going to sprout up. And next thing you know, they're going to be on this. Uh, they got off, well, he got off for shooting Rosenbaum and um, shooting Grosskreitz. That's what's really going to happen. And that's going to be another, another political tool used to divide the country. This time, it's going to be the stupid liberals versus the conservatives. Because Rittenhouse will be portrayed as a racist, a domestic terrorist, but he's a racist who shot a couple white dudes. And in the video, they're chasing him. As a matter of fact, Grosskreitz said in the hearing that Rittenhouse did not shoot him until he pulled out his gun and pointed his gun at Rittenhouse, and then he was shot by, Grosskreitz was shot by Rosenhaus. I mean, good Lord, can't these guys have a normal name? Rittenhouse. So most likely, <laughs> well, I shouldn't say that. Likely, he may get off with a self-defense, self-defense um, victory. Now, you look, it's not a victory. A couple of people got shot. I think it's two or three people got shot. I don't recall. But I know at least two people got shot. And so, yeah, it's a win as far as the law. But as... Human beings, it's a loss because, you know, this shouldn't have gotten to the point it is now. And what started all of this is the George Floyd incident. This is what started it all. The George Floyd incident. So the Democrats are juiced. It's time for them to find something to cause the same effect as uh, 2020, such as the George Floyd incident. And uh, so I just want to talk on that a little bit. That's my little take on it. <clears throat> I don't profess to know a lot about that because uh, um, I don't watch a lot of news anymore because the media, they're a bunch of liars. And we all know that. We all know this, man. They're a bunch of liars. Um, 
I want to get back to something that I do speak on quite a bit, <clears throat> and that is Vermont and Maine, and that's the whole COVID hoax. Um, for those of you out there that believe that uh, COVID is very deadly and the vaccine is your save all, well, let me spit a little bit of facts on you. This is not Fox News facts. This is the state of Vermont and Maine. It's their facts. Those two states are like 92% vaccinated. It's not hard to do. Yeah, they're small states. 92% vaccinated. Speaking of Vermont mostly, that number is their number, 92%. But, but, you're thinking, wow, 92% vaccinating. COVID numbers must be going down. No, that's not true. Their number is actually higher than it's ever been. That's a fact. 92% vaccinated and 78% of all the people that are in the hospital that are dying are fully vaccinated. Pick that up on Fox News. Maine, Maine's number are somewhat similar. As a matter of fact, let's go across the pond. In the UK, that number is almost identical. As far as those that are going in the hospital and dying. Now, and when you go back to Maine and Vermont, most people don't get it. They're not getting something. When you're 98%, 92% vaccinated, fully vaccinated, that doesn't trigger the human mind of a lot of people that are listening right now who believe that this vaccine is a cure. One more time, 92% vaccinated in the state of Maine and Vermont. Their numbers are higher than previous, before the vaccines. Now, the question is, you say, how is that possible? Well, there's only one way, damn it, possible. The vaccine don't work. See it for what it really is. The vaccine does not work. At least of all, if it does work, it has no longevity and no long-term um, protections. That's simple. And, and when you think about it, in the country, why, if everybody, if 70, I think it was 71% of the people in this country are vaccinated, whether partially or fully vaccinated, why is our number still going up? Because you got to remember something. There's 340 million people in this country. So which means about 75 million people in this country are not vaccinated. So the people that should be getting vaccinated are the, are the people that should be getting infected are the people that are unvaccinated. But that's not true. It can't be true. Mathematically, it cannot be true. Because of those 75 million people, we should only be infecting ourselves because I'm not vaccinated as well. 
we should only be affected. We should only be affecting each other. And with that number, every time we affected one another, because remember, the other 375 million people, 275 million people are protected because they already have vaccines. They already supposedly been protected. So if your mind doesn't say, wait a minute. So if the vaccinated are vaccinated and they are protected, this is not my problem. The unvaccinated people are the ones that should be getting sick right now. But that's not the truth. That's not the case. Because when we unvaccinated people give each other COVID, we have what's called herd immunity, which then would drive the number down again. So eventually, this country should be 100% vaccinated via vaccine or herd immunity. But that's not what's happening. Everybody's got high numbers. High numbers. And if everybody has high numbers, then where does it stop? It can't be 75 million people getting COVID over and over and over and over again because they have herd immunity. So mathematically, when you think about it and you sit down and quit trying to be, hey, them damn Democrats are stupid or those Republicans are crazy and just look at the numbers and they're easy to find out if you look hard enough just don't do it on Google. You're going to have to go to DuckDuckGo. I can tell you that right now. Right now. Because if you type in Google right now and say, how many people died of the vaccine? You won't find anything. You won't find anything. That's like saying no one's died of any side effects of the vaccine, which we all know if you quit being a coward about your thoughts, we all know that's not true. Because like I said, you know, they say there's side effects, side effects within the first three days of getting the jab, the Fauci ouchy. Well, my mother got something outside of three days. She has 17 blood clots in three days. And it is from the vaccine because how I know this, because every week my mother would have dialysis three times a week. After she got the shot, blood flow slowed down. Blood pressure was down. And the facility told her point blank, it was the vaccine because she's been on dialysis for years, for years, never had a problem until three days after she got the vaccine, the jab, 17 blood clots. So I'm telling you people right now, you got to use common sense. You know, Pfizer now just got approved for a new booster. Oh, let me clear up something real quick for some people. Some people truly believe that this drug has been approved by the FDA. Now, you got to remember something. This is what's called sleight of hand. You got to remember something about this vaccine. It is approved for emergency use authorization. One more time. When they say approved, it means for emergency use. There is no drug right now that they're giving you 
that's not under the liability shield right now. There is no drug. I tell you what you can do. Why don't you write FDA and say, tell you what, why don't you guys just make these drugs, give it full authorization? Well, that's not what they want. The, the pharmaceutical companies don't have to give a damn right now because they're protected. So I'm so sick and tired of hearing the people talk about how this vaccine is approved. It is not approved. One more time. It is not approved with full approval for mainstream use as far as the FDA. Every one of these are under liability shield. If you don't know what liability shield is, let me tell you one more time. If you die of the vaccine, you just die because there's nothing you can do about it. If your kids die, and which should be your major concern is your children die, I guess what? You just got to live with it because there's not a damn thing you can do about it. If your doctor prescribes it to you, guess what? He's protected as well. That's not a damn thing you can do about it. That's what the liability shield, and that's why it's in place. And then when you, here's what's crazy. When your employer tells you to take the jab to maintain your employment, but here's the catch. Your employer only has you for eight hours a day. Eight hours a day, but you got to take a shot that's going to affect you for the rest of your life. Shouldn't your employer be paying you for the rest of your life? Or shouldn't your employer be carrying insurance for the rest of your life? Now, here's another side of this whole dynamics that I found out is the insurance companies. In most of your insurance clauses and in your insurance policy, if you take an experimental drug, you're not protected. They won't cover you. So when you go to the hospital and it's determined and the insurance company will be your best friend, because you know why? They're going to try to find out if you took an experimental drug. And if you took an experimental drug, they're not going to cover you. So that's the way they get out of it. So when you go to the hospital You better hope your insurance doesn't find out if you took the vaccine. Because I can promise you, they're going to hold it against you if they already haven't already started doing that. I've actually heard that they have been doing that. When I speak to some politicians who know a lot about this COVID crap and the stuff that is going on, this is some of the stuff they're hearing that's been reported to them. There's a lot of money companies that make a lot of money and they're trying to keep it. So if you think you're safe because you have health care insurance, you better think again. You better check into it. As a matter of fact, I would dare say, call your insurance company. And what's ironic is if you're getting your insurance company through your employer. Well, that will seem like it will be a conflict of interest, doesn't it? Because I know no vaccine or no drug that's 100% safe. And if you're taking this vaccine thinking drugs are 100% safe, that's after they've gone you know, through the control studies, five to eight year, if not longer, control study. This one has no control study. How in the hell you can put safety 
in a drug that has just come onto the market in a matter of months. How do you equivalent? How do you equate that as being safe? And knowing how insurance companies don't like to pay out, you better check your damn policy. You better check it, especially if your policy is through your employer, because that's a hell of a conflict of interest. You have to get your insurance through your company who has a clause in their insurance policy that if you take experimental drugs, they won't cover you due to side effects of that drug. But your employer is forcing you to take the drug that's going to negate your insurance. You lose both ways. You lose both ways. So I would just say, you know, before you take the Fauci out, those of you that have not taken it, just do your damn homework. Because the reason why there's a lot of us trying to educate people on the shot. See, here's the thing. It's about saving lives or hurting the human body. Is that so bad? Is that wrong? If I'm telling you something that I've learned and I study to save your life or minimize the risk to your life and your children's life, how is it you can hold me, look at me and say, well, that's not true. Well, you're not true versus homework and facts and studies and reading. How do you, how do you justify being that silly when it comes to your life? Because I'm not getting vaccinated. I don't have the same issues as as those who are getting vaccinated. I don't have to wonder when my number is coming up. I don't even worry about getting COVID. I don't fear COVID. You know, if the good Lord's going to take me away, COVID is not, a vaccine is not going to protect me. Obviously, because if you look at the numbers in Vermont and Maine and the UK and Israel, places that are doing real reporting of the death and the side effects of the vaccine. When the good Lord wants you, he's going to come and get you. He's going to come and get you. It doesn't matter how many vaccines you put in your body. When it's your time, it's your time. So why worry about it? Why worry about it? If you truly believe in the father and you have hope and faith in the father, and you believe that when he calls you, it's your time to go no matter what. Why are you scared? You get a vaccine today and you die in a car accident tomorrow. Didn't see that coming, did you? No, you didn't. But for some reason, you think you can predict by getting the vaccine, you're immune. Well, when you get immune, the needle can take you out. The jab can take you out, I should say. The vaccine in a lot of cases, they're taking people out. Your car can take you out. Falling down your steps can take you out. There's so many ways you can go. Why waste your time? When the father wants you, he's going to get you. He's going to get you. So those are some things I want you to think about. Quit worrying about the vaccine. Quit worrying about the Fauciology. Quit worrying about COVID because when it's your time you go, God will come and get you. There's more ways that you can go out on this planet than you can think of. So quit worrying about the vaccine. Quit worrying about COVID. 
Let just do your thing and live your life the best you can. Well, my name is John Harvey, and I want you guys to still take a look at Jason Preston. That's my good old buddy running for third district congressman. You can't go wrong. Just listen to him. Find him on Facebook at Jason Preston. And uh, I will simply say, I try not to steer you wrong. I try to send you into the light. And I will definitely say he is a light. My name is John Harvey, and I'm your host of Modern Conservative Podcast. See you guys next week. 